It's time for Barbara Friedman, Bob's Wire. She's got the scoop. She's going to tell us what's trending on social media. Yeah, good morning. The thing that caught my eye were these very, very kind of quite cool photographs of Cyril Ramaphosa, our president, and Vladimir Zelensky. They were on the sidelines of the 78th session of the UN General Assembly in New York, and the president of Ukraine and our president met for a sideline chit-chat, and there was, I know, this morning as I walked up, I saw the Cape Times downstairs, whether you like it or hate it, I saw and it, it was too. a very big picture, which I've now seen is being posted on the presidency and Cyril Ramaphosa's Ex, formerly known as Twitter pages, um, very great photo ops. They look like bros, don't they? They really do. There was just something quite arresting about that picture, mm. right? Um, so they spoke about, as Cyril himself said on his Twitter page, they spoke about the um, Black Sea Grain Initiative. They spoke about the return of the children from Russia to Ukraine and the exchange of prisoners in that area. And I just thought the Black Sea Grain Initiative is such an interesting one, you know, to try and understand what is going on when there's a war going on, that the Ukraine ships are delivering wheat across the Black Sea, uh, you know, for global markets is so difficult if they are not protected. And right now, uh, they are protecting their own ships doing that. But it is, it obviously is a very dangerous situation. And I thought great that Cyril was, you know, emphasizing the importance of the ships getting safe passage. We know that uh, the contract, to, you know, was supposed to be renewed month by month by Putin to ensure safe passage of these ships, but that it hadn't actually happened. So there continues to be some uncertainty around that. And I suppose just reading about it, you know, I thought about the importance of the global grain uh, market and the global price of grain. I mean, that is so important for food security in Africa, which is why there is a very strong African component to this discussion. Ukraine and Russia, the most, uh, the largest exporters of grain globally, and that the price, you know, if things are scarce, whatever's happening there will then impact well, grain prices globally because like oil these are global price settings it's sad that uh, food is a commodity traded in new york exa yeah. exactly and it's so funny that in a way wheat and oil almost have that same kind Absolutely. of status and you kind of go we can't eat oil yeah yeah so I just, you know, it raises such... And you such can't a move wheat without oil. <laughs> exactly, and I get that they're all are, are, are linked. But just, you know, that impact of war on something far bigger than yeah. Ukraine, far bigger than, than Russia. So interesting that Cyril uh, Ramaphosa is obviously having those conversations. And then he did a country address after that to the United Nations where he talks about some of the things he'd spoken to Zelensky about and other issues that are top of mind for him and for South Africa and you know just sort of framing the South Africa's commitment to dialogue always and um, you know human human rights agenda and wanting to to always play that and role. territorial sovereignty I hope because yeah. I think that ultimately sacrosanct and we must yeah, affirm 100%. it whether it is yeah. Russia or America and regime well, change. We gotta, we exactly, but I don't think we always talk about everything. Yeah, there's Selective. There, there are some more serial aggressors there. Exa but exactly. We've got to call the principal. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just what's globe, what's happening sort of on the wires um, at the moment is the United Nations General Assembly uh, 78 session and then all the stuff that's happening around that and obviously the role of our president there.
The next story is a OMG story. It, it really is. It is. And I'm, I know, you know, it probably is. I mean, the statistics are not that high, but it still happens. Do you eat raw fish? Uh, well, sushi? I, I'm a kind of sushi guy. I am. Ceviche? No. Not that. Which. No. So that's a Mexican Mexican dish. But interestingly, with raw fish in those examples, you know, they put lime juice yes. on it, which you know is a way of cooking, yes. right? But um, but like raw sushi is not is definitely not cooked. Anyway, in this particular instance, a California woman um, ate tilapia, uh, but she actually ate undercooked tilapia. So this wasn't actually her trying to eat raw fish. Which tilapia I, is bubble, is it? Is it? Is I think it is. Fish, is it? Um, I mean, I, I, I can't say that it's something that I think we get here in that form. Let's um, see what tilapia is. And I'm Google also, picture. Tilapia. Yeah. Um, so it is a fish, a freshwater fish, definitely around the, the area of, of, of where she was living. It's San Jose, I think, is where she purchased it at a, no, at a market. Not, it's not a we don't get No, but no. we don't get tilapia here in that form. There might be something similar. Okay. Um, so she had bought this at the San Jose local market. Um, she wasn't actually eating it raw. And, and I do know that when you're buying fish for sushi, you need to know that it's sushi approved in a way. It has to be extremely fresh and it has to have a chain of, um, what is the word, a chain of production that you can trust. So she didn't, she undercooked it, ate the fish and then got incredibly ill oh. and has been in hospital for a month and was put into an induced coma and was just getting sicker and sicker and now has gone life-saving surgery because of the deadly bacteria that was in the tilapia that caused it has caused sepsis and she's had all four limbs amputated and so she's got a little six-year-old son they're trying to raise money for her but um, her fingers were black, her feet were black, her bottom lip was black. She had complete sepsis and her kidneys were failing. This is all due to being infected, from being infected by Vibrio fulnifucus, a potentially fatal bacteria found in raw seawater and seafood. I don't know if that puts you off eating fish. Yeah, I you know, I'm, I'm worried. Mercury and and I'm sorry, so well, I'm vegan, many so considerations. Stick to that. Okay, you know for sure. But I mean, you know, fish is. You know, I also worry about how overfished the seas are, and you know, there are a lot of issues around fish, yeah. even aside from. It's also a good big source of protein on the African continent. I wanted to say yeah. that, and also, I mean, you know, I do like fish. You know, I mean, I don't eat it now because I'm vegan, but fish is great. Huh. You know, I mean. This bacteria doesn't happen, you know, it's the, the, the CDC put out a statistic, um, about it, about how many, um, you know, how many cases there are of this. And, um, obviously it's not a very common thing. Um, it says here that, uh, you know, there are some 80,000 illnesses in the United States each year, according, uh, 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 brought on by Vibri the Vibrio bacteria. I mean, that isn't nothing. And I don't think they're always as serious as this woman's. Um, but just to know that she actually ended up losing all four limbs. Yeah. She's now going to be a live with, with all four limbs amputated because she ate undercooked tilapia. It's a bit of a scary story. Indeed. Indeed. Let's go to Denmark. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, so you I know, like I, this one. I know, me too. So, I mean, you know, I do like have a bit of an art background, so these stories always grab my attention. Um, it's actually a story that goes quite a few years back. A Danish artist actually did some paintings some years back, um, uh, Jens Haning. And those were basically, they were painting, they were not paintings, they were pieces uh, where there was actual money behind the frame where he was representing the amount of money that workers uh, earn the difference between workers in various countries within the European Union, and it was to kind of make a statement. He's a conceptual artist, which I just want to say for people that don't kind of follow the art art in too much depth. Conceptual art is where you're making a sort of statement, where you're making a, 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 a statement about something that is not so much about the finished artwork, but it's more about when you look at that, you kind of go, wow, light bulb moment. It's making me see something in a different way. I mean, all art does that to an extent, but conceptual art can be kind of quite weird yeah. to people who are not really understanding it. So this, the work that he had done some years ago, which showed these notes, money, bank notes, that was put up behind glass to show the difference between earnings of these different countries within the, the European Union, a gallery asked him to recreate the work. So they gave him cash to use in the new artworks. They gave him the equivalent of $84,000. When he delivered the artwork a couple of years ago, they took them out of the crates. They were blank canvases. And so they took him to court and said, we're not a rich gallery. We want our money back. And uh, called Kate and, I, and he said, the work is, I've renamed it. It's called Take the Money and Run. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and um, he actually uh, has lost his case. And um, he says it's been good for his art that he that this has gone through this. But I did think this is a very funny quote from him. He said, the work is that I have taken their money. It's not theft. It is breach of contract. The breach of contract is part of the work. He says, I encourage other people who have working conditions as miserable as mine to do the same. If they're <laughs> sitting in some shitty job and not getting paid and are actually being asked to pay money to go to work, then grab what you can and beat it. Run. And I thought that was, I think know, it's a in terms of, of conceptual art, that is such a conceptual piece. It's everything you wanted to it's be. It's everything you wanted to be. But the courts didn't agree and they're making him pay back the money. With every, most of the money is side from his artist fees and costs. Um, so of the 84000 I think he has to pay back 70-something. I think it's a good move. Great move, great move, great great move. And, of course, he's got all of this profile now exactly. all over the world. People are talking about it. Thank you, Barbara Friedman. That is Bob's wife.